It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. And the weather is just going to blow this week compared to what we got yesterday, Kat. It was a little tease is what, what we're saying. It was a tease yesterday, but it was such a nice tease. You know what? Sometimes I enjoy tease and I will just go ahead and, and treat that as a lovely memory for the time being. Mm. Yeah, there's a an outside possibility we could have snow on the ground Sunday for Mother's Day. That's stupid. Well, yeah, it is stupid rude. and wrong. It's rude. It's <laughs> offensive. It's it's diabolical of yes. Mother Nature to do this to us, especially when we're in the midst of a pandemic. A whole bunch of things we're going to talk about in this podcast, including uh, guns, masks, murder, and all of those are three completely different things. They have nothing to do with each other. The murder hornet. The masks that I still haven't gotten from Canada Post and the gun laws that came in on Friday. Uh, first off, thank you to the keg. They included us this weekend in uh, the pre-release of their celebration kits. And these things are awesome. Celebration kits are really, really cool because it's everything you get at the keg in a box. So you go online to the keg.com. They send you or sorry, you order this celebration kit and then you could pick it up curbside. In the box, you will get two steaks. It's a dinner for two. Two steaks, two sides. I had the twice-baked potato. Is that what you got? Yes. So twice-baked potato. Yep. I had the filet mignon, and it also came with uh, peppers, asparagus, Mm -hmm. and cheesecake for dessert, and there was a couple other little things that you need to make it all, such as they included the olive oil. They included premixed salt and pepper, mm-hmm. which you need to season various things. There was steak seasoning and the whole nine yards. A celebration kit. Basically, now you can have the keg at home. And I'll admit, as someone who's been barbecuing steaks for many, 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 many years, I was skeptical when I read their instructions because I don't typically do it like this. I did marinate the steak in a little bit of oil. And they wanted it on a 600-degree grill for 13 minutes. And you flip it three different times. So you get the grill marks that oppose each other. Beautiful. Looks great when you get a steak with great grill marks on it. Mm -hmm. But I thought 600 degrees for 13 minutes to get medium rare? There's no fucking way. It worked. Holy cow. It was perfect. Yeah. I did the, uh, so here's what happened when I, when my celebration kit arrived. First of all, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to eat this right away. And we had such a busy day. Um, it arrived on Saturday and we had uh, so many things on the go, but I'm like, no, I'm taking the time to do this. And I thought I need to spend so much time on this. Honestly, because everything was pretty straightforward, it reminded me, for those who ever got it before, uh, of, of HelloFresh or any at-home meal delivery service like that. So you got the fresh pepper. Everything was in, in there was fresh. Like we mentioned, you get the, they, they included everything, the oil and the butter and the seasonings and whatnot. Even so, the bread for the table. Even bread for the table, yeah. So uh, right away, I'm like, I must do this. I got to carve out like an hour. No, I didn't even take that long. Like it shocked me how quickly actually that I was able to make because I'm a medium rare as well. I did it though. I did a sear on my filet mignon and then popped it in the oven afterwards. And I, like you, was also skeptical. So you did pan to the oven. I did straight up grill the whole time with no sear. Okay, so two different approaches. And they both worked. And it was honestly like slicing butter because I was questioning it. I thought, oh, I feel like this is going to make it medium if I'm putting it in the oven for this long. I wasn't sure how long to put it in for because I'd never done a steak like that before. And we're going to do uh, a New York strip loin on the barbecue, I think, based on their instructions because 
whoever put together their instructions, like, yeah, no wonder the keg is good. So I felt like I could be a keg chef after I was done. <laughs> I was shocked at how quickly I got it put together. But I don't know. I think it's a really cool option. And we've had a lot of people... Um, you know, who are in quarantine celebrating a birthday or have an anniversary coming up that are like, we want to do something different. We need to do something, you know, special. And I think this is a great option. 75 bucks for two people for this. Plus you can add wine pairings. You can add on all kinds of things that they have available. I think it's fabulous. Oh, it's great. The celebration kit is exactly uh, the perfect name for it because that's typically when people go to the keg when you're celebrating something. It could be celebrating a, an anniversary, a birthday, uh, whatever, a first date. Sure, you go to the keg. That's their whole MO is, hey, we're the celebration place. Great. The problem is, is that it's $75 for two people. I personally found that to be a fantastic deal because I don't think I've ever had dinner for two at the keg. For under $200, including tip. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, that's not including tip. By the time you order entrees, appetizers, and a couple of drinks, very easily easy to go over 200 bucks. But this weekend, people started shitting on me because I'm promoting a dinner for two for 75 bucks. I don't understand why people are upset about that. But some people were like, oh, you can buy a week's worth of groceries for that money. That's just wasteful. First off, where the fuck do you buy a week's worth of groceries for $75? Like, come on. And I mean, including steaks and potatoes and all the other stuff that came in that box. I'm going to say, no, no, that's not realistic. But you also don't have to eat it, everybody. I was shocked that there were people who were angry that the keg is selling an uncooked dinner for 75 bucks. Like, for example, uh, Jacob's sells a very similar box. If you want to go to Jacob's in Toronto or if you're a fan of there, you can take their steaks and make it at home. That one's more like 200 or $300 for a couple. 75 bucks at the keg, that's not a lot of money in my mind yeah. for dinner for two when it's that quality. I, Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. The, the problem is people just like, I mean, whatever. They're spending too much time online now. I don't know. I think that's the bottom line with anything you post right now. There's people spending too much time and they're frustrated at other things. So they're taking it out at whatever comes in front of their face, which in your particular case was your keg dinner. I had the same thing. I mean, I tweeted out about it and I got some responses like um, one from Brad who says, hey, this is great. Only if you have money to burn. I think I'd rather have property and no debt. So Oh, okay. Well, look, like it's an option. Nobody's forcing you to do this. We're letting you know of options. But that said, though, I did have so many people saying, I can't wait to try this. Thank goodness. I've been looking for something to do for my birthday. This is it. I've been waiting for the keg to offer something because they haven't done takeout up to this point. So, well, you wouldn't want to get a a keg steak through Skip the Dishes uh, or Uber Eats. No offense to Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes, but it doesn't exactly arrive piping hot because they call the courier from Skip or Uber to come pick it up when they're finished preparing it. And by the time they drive it from the restaurant to your place, sorry, it's not quite the same. I don't think I would want a steak that was actually uh, come off the grill 20 or 25 minutes earlier served to me as a dinner option. I, I don't think that that makes a lot of sense personally. Mm-hmm. So make it at home and it's kind of an adventure. Do it with your partner or your significant other. You can make a real fun night out of it. It is fun. I did that with my girlfriend this weekend. We had a great time doing it. Now, she was in charge, is, uh, in charge of veggies, bread, sides. I was in charge of steaks and keeping myself at the level of intoxication that I was at when we started cooking. <laughs> 
That is an important duty, my friend. Hey, do you know how much beer it takes in this body to keep that level of intoxication up? It's not easy, cat. So somebody had to do it. And she did offer to help out a couple of times by handing me a beer when I was grilling because, well, let's face it, a guy in front of a barbecue, it's basically like a big dick competition, right? Like that's when the masculinity comes out. That's when you're feeling like the man. Hand me a beer and let me grill some meat. It's just the way it works. Uh, did you have a nice weekend, by the way? I did. It was really nice. I had a couple of birthday celebrations. So, and I had another Snapchat call with a group of friends and my brother and my sister-in-law and stuff like that. So started off with that on Friday night. I had uh, my neighbor celebrated his birthday. So we had some driveway drinks yesterday. Yeah. Also did a drive by my niece's place because she turned Turns three today, but we celebrated uh, over the weekend from afar. So, yeah, it was busy, but it was really, really good. My uh, neighbor, we were going to, I wasn't planning to do driveway beers this weekend, but I had to run out, came back in, pulled into the driveway. My neighbor was in his driveway and he looked at me and he said, hey, you're Scott Fox, aren't you? I've lived next door to this guy for two years. Two years I've lived next door to this guy, and he just figured that out. And that's fine. Uh, not that I care if anybody notices. It's just usually if they are going to notice, they notice it much sooner than two years of every day giving each other a wave in the driveway. So I asked him, hey, uh, I'm not creating too much noise or anything like that in the middle of the night, am I? And he said, no. Why? I said, well, I'm doing a radio show out of there. He was blown away that in the house right beside his, that's now a radio station. So... <laughs> What's up to my neighbor? I'd love to say I know your name, but unfortunately, I do not. Well, there you go. I feel like <laughs> you're getting to know your neighbors a bit more. Like, I moved into my place, um, when was it? November, I think it was. And so the winter months, you stay indoors for the most part, right? I'm out and about walking the dog every now and again, but I don't see anybody, really. And finally, with the good weather, I've actually had a chance to talk with some of my neighbors. And turns out I like them. So this is good. It's good to know. Well, I'd also like to acknowledge my neighbors on the other side who, for some reason, this weekend decided it was a great idea to buy their kids a trampoline. So in the ongoing uh, chess match of trying to create the most privacy possible, I decided that I was going to go and get the privacy curtains for my backyard gazebo mm -hmm. because it was very, very distracting when I'm trying to read a book or do something on my iPad when I see a kid's head pop up. And then go back down Hello. and pop up Hello. and then go Hello. back down and up and down. <laughs> so I had to do an investment into privacy curtains for the gazebo this weekend. And that was not cheap, but I got them. By the way, I think Home Depot and Canadian Tire and all these other companies that are doing order online curbside pickup, they must be fucking jammed because I ordered something from Home Depot on Saturday morning and I still don't have the email to say, okay, now you can come pick it mm -hmm. up. But there was a lineup like out the plaza parking lot yeah. yesterday when I drove by. It's the weather, man. Yeah. They must be going nuts. Uh, the murder hornet. We found out about this on the weekend. It's very unsettling. Apparently, there's some wild species of bee or hornet, if you will, from, I believe it's Asian. I don't want to say that 100%, but I have to think it's an Asian Here we go. Hornet. Here we go. <laughs> Attacked again. You racist motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's where it's from. No, no. And, that's, and I hate to say it, hey. but COVID-19 is from Wuhan. Just saying too. In any case, uh, this murder hornet is appropriately named because they kill about 50 people a year in Japan alone. Unreal. This murder hornet is about two inches long. So picture, picture a bee that's two inches long. It's got a stinger on it that's actually more like a knife. 
And its original goal was to go into a honeybee's hive and slash it apart. Like, basically just bee graffiti. Ruin the beehive, which kills off the bees. So it's a, a predator of the bee. That's not good because we all know we need to protect our honeybees. But if they land on a person and they don't attack us very often, but if they do, they can kill. Yeah. They can sting through a bee suit. They say if one of the, the, the barb thing that it's got, if it goes into your skin, it's the equivalent of hot metal being stabbed into your skin. Woo! And it can be fatal in some cases. That is my worst nightmare. Like, first of all, wasps and hornets can fuck off. Like, what is their purpose on this earth? Like, I don't understand. Honeybees are one thing. Honeybees are fabulous. You know what? Great. The more, the merrier. We need them. We love them. We want them. What the fuck does a hornet do? I don't don't know, Kat. I honestly don't know. What do the hornets do? But now we've got them murdering people. And it made it somehow to North America. There's no way it flew across the Atlantic. So... How did it get here? Because they were spotted in Washington State and in British Columbia, Start Canada. The theories. Start up the theories. Go ahead. And I'm here for them all. I'm here for them all. Doesn't I, it seem like it. we're at war? My, like, because a lot of shit keeps coming our way from overseas. You know and 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 maybe before all of the, maybe before 2020, pre 2020, I would have been like, ah, uh, you know, some of it's just like horse crap. But I do think some of it's true now. Yes. And I was just talking, actually, we were talking about neighbors when I was out drinking with my neighbors yesterday afternoon. Uh, my neighbor, Mary, was telling me her theory on everything from coronavirus to the murder hornet. And I'm starting to think shit's being done on purpose. Absolutely. Because like you said, how else did it get here? Well, just yesterday on ABC's, uh, what's the name of that show? This week. It's one of those Sunday morning political shows. Right. ABC interviewing the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who says China needs to be held accountable for the coronavirus. Now, he stopped short of saying it was deliberately spread, but he did say China needs to be held accountable. And there's a lot of people who feel that way, and a lot of people are adopting that belief every single day. But people are getting frustrated. I get it. Now, as of today, you need a mask on if you're going to go shop at Costco or if you're going to go shop at Longo's. That's another one that started it up today. The problem is you can't get masks. They're not available everywhere. And if you want to order one online, the only way you're going to get it quickly is if you go through UPS or FedEx because Canada Post is so behind. You know, Kat, I've been thinking about this. Um, We are calling in the army right now to do all kinds of weird things like assist in long-term care homes and things like that. And and I still don't fully understand what they're doing there, but I have to assume they're doing great work and we have a lot of faith in our armed forces. Mm -hmm. But if they really are open to doing anything, I think we need to get the armed forces into the Mississauga sorting plant because I'm hearing from so many people that are waiting on packages that are taking up to a month or more to arrive that maybe we should just get the armed forces sorting mail or delivering mail. Maybe that's the solution to the problem. Is yeah. that fair? Uh, but I mean, I don't know what's going on. Like, I, I, I don't know why um, if there is an issue, it's there. It, I wish that they would come forward and just say, here's the deal. Have they not? No, I haven't heard anything. I mean, a manager reached out to me privately and told me that they are getting Christmas level volumes, but they've got all kinds of different procedures in place for social distancing and so on and so forth. And I mean, that's all well and good. I'm, I'm glad that they're thinking safety. It's just comparatively, if it's apples to apples, 
I mean, FedEx and UPS are just as fast as ever. We talked about this in the podcast last week. Uh, I've got a package that was supposed to be delivered April 21st by the end of the day. Here we are on May the 4th. Still no sign of it. And I've got another package that was supposed to be delivered the following day. That's my masks that I need now to go and do groceries. And I can't get them because they are still stuck at the plant with no end in sight. So maybe they need some help there. Maybe, uh, well, maybe sending in the military isn't the answer. Maybe they need volunteers. Maybe something needs to give. But either way, there is quite the backup that I'm experiencing Mm -hmm. anyway. And I've certainly heard from people that are waiting on everything from their contact lenses to prescriptions in some cases that are being held up at the Canada Post plant. Have there been any companies that have like surprised you? Because I will not lie. I am like super surprised and shocked. We've ordered a couple of things um, for the kids at like Bed Bath & Beyond for example i got it within two days like it was so quick i was not expecting that at all there's some companies who are making sure that they're jumping on the right places and i don't i was not through canada post from what i can tell uh but there are i'm shocked at the things that are coming quickly and not so much yeah it's uh it's very strange the delays and what's held up and what's not um Let's see here. Yes, you do need a mask, by the way, as of today at Longo's. That is my grocery store. It's two Mm -hmm. minutes from my house, and I can't go in there today unless I have my face covered, and I don't have masks. I've ordered them, but I don't have them in yet. Six tickets were given out in Toronto this weekend from people who were not adhering to social distancing. Are these people who are intentionally breaking the law, or are they dumb, or what's going on here? Did they just think they wouldn't get caught? Who doesn't know now that you can't just go and have a little beach volleyball game down at Cherry Beach? Yeah, I, I, I think that it's a mix of a mix of those. But I think for the most part, it's people who don't think that they're going to get caught. But I don't there's no way people are not aware at this point of what the rules are. Bizarre to me. I can't believe six more people got charged this weekend for not following basically the one thing we were asked to do. Stay home. And if you are going to go out, stay six feet apart from people, the length of a hockey stick, two meters and uh, don't get together in groups. It, it blows me away that six more people got charged and God knows how many people got warned. Very frustrating. Uh, finally, this had people fighting all weekend. As we talked about on Friday in the podcast, the government did introduce some changes to the gun laws in Canada. But I, hey, even I was surprised. I looked at uh, the TV and I thought, Holy shit, Trudeau. I didn't think you'd have the balls to do that. This is a guy who won't use the Emergency Measures Act to try and get the coronavirus under control, but he will use an order in council, which is basically the equivalent of an American executive order, to change something without going through Parliament. Uh, He's outlawed the guns. He says no more of these tools of, of war will be used on our streets. People are upset. They're really upset because he did this while we're under a state of emergency. All the gun stores are closed right now, and the border is essentially closed. So it's not like people had a chance to stock up, and that's probably a good thing because I imagine if people knew this was coming, they probably would have ordered as many guns as they could get their hands on. Uh, Banning these guns is not necessarily the worst idea. The problem here is that they're trying to spin it like, oh, this is going to make our streets safer. And I think most experts agree it's really not going to do much to make our streets safer because the border, when it does reopen, seems to be the number one place that illegal guns make their way into Canada. Mm. Even Doug Ford called out Justin Trudeau. And these guys seem to be besties since the pandemic began. But even Ford said, why are we going to waste taxpayer money to buy back guns that are legally owned by law-abiding citizens 
when we could put that money at the border and stop the bad guys from getting guns. It doesn't make any sense. I, I you know what? I I don't I don't know. I don't know why they people do a lot of the things that they do. I don't know what to tell you. It's uh it, it's particularly fr- particularly frustrating for me because as I mentioned on Friday, I am a gun owner and I've got to go through a list of 1500 different models that they banned to try and figure out if I've got any illegal ones. And it's um Uh, An amnesty. There's a two year period that I have to get rid of my guns if I have them or I can just apply to be grandfathered in and I can keep the guns. It's kind of a weird thing. I'm not exactly sure where they're going with with it. But one thing I will tell you is if you go to scottandcat.ca right now. I reposted video from CTV's question period. Yesterday, Evan Solomon had our public safety minister, Bill Blair, former chief of police of Toronto, by the way. He knows full well where the bad guys are getting their guns. But he had Bill Blair on yesterday, and he asked him some really, really tough questions. I was very, very impressed with this interview, and I did embed it into the story. So scottandcat.ca, if you want to read about the gun ban and watch that interview from yesterday, because... Bill didn't really have an answer to a lot of the stuff that Evan was asking about, uh, trying to make him explain how this makes things safer. It was um, very telling and a little unsettling, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, This week, there are, I think we're going to find out that the golf courses are reopening this week. Yeah, I'm very excited. I don't see why they like, honestly, I don't see why they wouldn't because you can make that work quite easily. As long as you say, you know, no carts, um, you pay ahead or some kind of a touchless pay. How would that be any different from a lot of other things you could do distancing yourselves? And they just have to, you know, make sure that tea times are, you know, apart as much as they should be. I don't know what the right number is. You'd probably know better, better than I, but just make sure that no, you're not together. There's just one person going golfing at a time. If that's if you want to go that hardcore and let the people golf. Yeah. Let the people golf. Let the people golf. It doesn't it, like, uh, why not? Why not? Because the golf courses can at least make some, some money, not as much, you know, cause you wouldn't have the cart fees and all the extras that people might do and spend money at their restaurants and things like that after they're done golfing. But why not be able to give people a chance to, to do that? I mean, if you were doing that out in public, for example, you're still kind of keep on moving as long as you keep moving your body. It's okay. So I don't see why we, we shouldn't be able to do it. So that's good. Yeah, they. Uh, it's funny because people who don't care about golf are all like, why the fuck would we open the golf courses? That's stupid. That's just pandering because the government likes to golf. Uh, the government and a lot of other people. Let me just say that. I'm really looking forward to golf, and so are quite a few of my friends. Um, in addition to a healthcare crisis, we also have a bit of an economic crisis going on right now, and we have to figure out a way to work on both at the same time. We can't just tackle one because by the time one's taken care of, the other will be completely out of control. So, I mean, as long as people adhere to the physical guidelines and and they follow the public health measures, I don't see why we can't open the golf courses. There's a lot of things we will soon be able to do again. We'll just have to do them differently. For example, if you're going for a workout, I hear you're actually going to have to make an appointment, kind of like making a tea time for when you want to go and work out. And if it's sold out or it's too busy, you can't go to the gym. Mm. No more will it just be walk in and work out. You'll need an appointment and you'll have a specific time, like say 2.30 to 3.30 is your workout time. You got to be out by 3.30. It's going to be interesting to see how all this rolls out. Uh, We'll wrap it up for today, but we will have more podcasts coming out later on this week. Right now, ah, it's the replay. Hey, it's Missed Connections. Enjoy. It's time for Missed Connections. From time to time, 
you see someone and you think, oh, that could be the perfect person for me. But, uh, didn't get their contact info. Now what? Well, you got to post the story online. Hope they will see it and contact you. This first one is called, I used to play COD with you, woman for man. I used to play Call of Duty with my ex on occasion. We were friends with a group of people on there. This was about two years ago. Please help me. I need to find Sam. Sam is from Kitchener and that's all I really know. I remember finding him and we had a connection. My boyfriend never knew, but occasionally I'd play on my own and chat with Sam on the side, a lot. His gamer tag was something about a frog and that's all I really remember. <laughs> Mine was girl power with a three as the E. I've been searching Facebook and I think it's a lost cause. So please help me find Sam. He's so sweet and I always enjoyed our long chats. I think he did too, but he was respectful of my relationship. You know, part of the problem could be here, if I read a little bit into it, there's a lot of people who are not very good at Call of Duty, but when you can partner up with someone who's really good and they can just sort of take you along for the ride, you don't want to lose that partner. So maybe there's something to that. <laughs> you don't think this is necessarily all romantic? You think her COD game has gone to poop? Like, before Sam, my kill to death ratio was amazing, and now it's totally <laughs> gone down the tubes. <laughs> I need to find Sam again. <laughs> I mean, he was a cool guy and we had some great conversations, but I'm just getting slaughtered here. Come on, Sam. Tell me he didn't move on to PUBG. Come on, Sam. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Stick with me here. Let's go. I find it interesting that she thinks because she searched Facebook, she searched everywhere. Yeah, this um, is it. I, I give up. I give up. I can't find you on Facebook. You don't exist. Listen, hon, there's a lot of different options. And uh, simply searching for Sam on Facebook is probably not the <laughs> the most practical way to track this guy down. I've looked at every Sam profile. It took me 267 days. <laughs> I can't find you. <laughs> Sam with the frog profile. <laughs> and I'm the one who spells girl power with a three, three. instead of an E. By the way. You should, be, you should be embarrassed. That's Well, if girl power is taken, I'll just switch this E to a three. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Yes. That's like turning a G to a W. It doesn't work the same way. You have to use the right letters. That's you great. You use the right ones. That's great. Um, it's all about Im improv, I suppose, at some points during this uh, pandemic where you can. And that's when I bring in this young lady who is the target of the missed connection called Sexy Panties, Man for Woman. Sexy Panties. Hmm. Seems you couldn't find a mask. But I do enjoy what you put on instead. You showed up at the no frills with your panties on your face. Mm. <clears throat> I did. <laughs> well, as long as they're clean, I guess. I did a double glance and ended up following you into the aisle just to double check that I was correct. I thought it was a joke, but you seemed quite serious and it was sexy. You just carried on grabbing a few items, including some honey Dijon mustard from what I could see and some chips. All I can say is, wow, you looked amazing. I hope to hear from you. And you eat like an animal, chips and Dijon mustard? Ew. <laughs> chips gotta go with some dip, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, well, listen, it's very, very difficult to procure a mask. If you don't know where to go to get a mask, it's hard. I've had a hard time trying to get masks. So you have to improvise a little bit. 
the panty thing actually kind of works when you look at the shape because you put the panties over your head yeah and then you just sort of tie it off at the back and you've got yourself a built-in mask right there and it just runs up your nose and you can still see out of it but your face is covered <laughs> just picturing it though i mean picture it with me shall we edit no frills Someone with panties on their face. I'm not sure which which will bring more contamination if you just leave the mask off. Safety first, cat. I mean, you okay? You, you yeah. got to use the front side of the panties because the back side is a little more fulsome in depending on the type oh. of cut that you use. Yeah. However, um, if you're in a real pinch, guys, just go into her panty drawer and then you can go and do the grocery shopping oh or go God. to Home Depot or wherever know, you have to go. Do you know how many men just went, you hear that, honey? <laughs> Guess what I'm rating tonight? <laughs> Strap Honey, them on. It's for safety. I need your panties and I need them on my head right now. <laughs>